I reckon our next guest would not have missed a minute of the first six games so far in round one. Peter Peters is on the line. Zorb, good morning. Been a great round one so far. How have you seen it so far, Zorb? Good morning, mate. Morning, Raymond. Morning, Bulldog. Well, what a crazy, topsy-turvy, mad opening to the <laughs> 2022 Premiership. It's been a tipster's nightmare. I'm two out of six, and I tipped Penrith to beat Manly. So um, I started well, but I uh, haven't uh, gone too well since. Uh, South's well beaten. Um, the fancied Roosters well and truly plucked, and the Storm taken all away by a brave, improved West Tigers. So where are the big stories? Uh, I, I, I think serious injuries to Christian Welsh, George Jennings and Brandon Smith have left the storm reeling after uh, they scored the last four tries last night to beat the Tigers, mm. who um, who I thought really stood up for their themselves, their coach, their club, um, and they uh, they did themselves proud. But in the end, 26-16, to 16, a loss uh, against a uh, Melbourne Storm side that had to dig deep and I noticed that Craig Bellamy's rated it one of his uh, one of his greatest um, wins down in Melbourne. So mm. uh, uh, since he's been at Melbourne, he's been there a long, long time. It was a um, it was a great game of football, I thought. I thought Souths were miserable against the Broncos, and they gave their new coach Jason Dimitri Dimitri a horror start to his head coaching career. While Souths were bad, I think the lack of form by their star five eight Cody Walker. Is a major worry, unless he's injured. I think he showed to me that he was carrying a major injury in that game. There were times when he didn't run the ball when he could have. Um, has he got an injury? If he hasn't, they've got to worry. Yeah, I touched on it at the top of the show, Zorby. He just looked a bit disinterested to me, Cody. And you know, For the first game that Cody Walker had the chance to play under Jason Demetrio, the enthusiasm levels seemed down... Alarmingly, well, I thought that I, I just I just couldn't see him coming into the game, and, and his body language wasn't good. Um, he's too great a player to play like that unless he's got an injury. So maybe because uh, of the importance of the uh, season opener for them, for the coach, he tried to do the right thing and it's backfired. We'll learn about that in the next few games, uh, the next few weeks. I thought the intervention of the NRL doctor. For HIAs for the first time, we saw Victor Radley to be the first player hauled out of the game by the NRL doctor mm. last night, and it sent um, a few alarm signals out of the Roosters in that loss to Newcastle. I thought the final score probably flattered the Roosters. Uh, they were well and truly beaten. Uh, but that's an interesting um, situation now with the NRL doctor having control over whether players can be hauled from the field or not. We're going to read a lot about it. Mm. Well, what's your take on that, Sorb? As an ex-player, and obviously you never want to go off, and sometimes players are their own worst enemies. But uh, we heard from from uh, Trent Robinson yesterday saying his two players, particularly Radley, were not concussed. How do you think this is going to go down with the players? Well, I, the players' welfare's got to come first. Yeah. And no club is more diligent than the Roosters. They've had some star players... Uh, retire from the game in mm. recent times. Boyd Cordner um, is the classic example because of uh, constant problems with uh, with head knocks. I'm going to a 50-year um, reunion on Friday night of Manly's first ever winning premiership side and six of those 13 that that had um, that took the field on the 16th of September 1972 are no longer with us. Seven remain. So 
you know, the, the numbers are dwindling, and a lot of those players that, that have passed had issues um, uh, prior to their passing mm. that were documented and worried their families. So, I, I, look, you've got to go with the NRL on this. Um, I I applaud them. They've taken a, a very strong stance, and um, maybe, maybe if a situation is that the players pulled out for HIAs, then the bench is uh, increased. I think we saw last night where where um, the Melbourne Storm were absolutely depleted um, through injuries in that game. I don't think uh, I don't think it's fair that they don't have four to call on from the bench at all times. Um, and I think the benches uh, uh, can be added or should be added to during a game. That's my only way out. Mm. Zorba Wayne text in saying Cody Walker got a knee to knee hit and didn't get back into the line for a few tackles. So perhaps if he has picked up a minor knee injury, that may have contributed to his performance on Friday well, he's night. He's too well, great a player, Yeah, agreed. In a phone call yesterday, I, you, you said to me, what did you think of Cody Walker? And I said, I was going to ask you the same question. That wasn't the Cody Walker that's taken all before him. Uh, um, no, certainly not. They've got an issue there. I thought Penrith were good. They just pumbled Manly in the forwards and then ran right out wide. To score an easy 28 to 6 win. That could have been in the 40s with the disallowed tries they had. And they just nullified Tommy Turbo in the season opener. The Premiers didn't miss their star skipper, Nathan Cleary, one bit. I thought Sean O'Sullivan was uh, uh, was a fine replacement. But Des Hasler has got an issue with, um, with, with, with Tom Trebojevic at fullback in terms of how teams are just singling him out now. And, uh, and nullifying the brilliance of um, of Tommy. And Desi's got to come up with something a bit different. Maybe move him, let him roam, not be at fullback all the time where, where, where teams can pinpoint him, kick to the opposite side, don't kick to him, uh, kick high and get up. Their, their, their kick and chase, Penrith, was a revelation. They were they were there all the time, never stopped. And um, and, and they just, not, just locked Manly up inside their own quarter. And Manly had no idea... On, uh, on how to get out. Why they let Moses Suley go, I'll never know. He's a better centre than the two centres they've got there. And, um, and and people should ask questions about that. Mm. Um, early in the season, I know, they lost their first three or four last year and then came back. But they'll need to improve on that um, when they play the Roosters, which um, which will be an interesting game now next Friday night at the... Uh, I think that game's at the SCG move from Gosford. So that will be interesting. Um to see how that goes. Stu texts in Zorba. Come on, Zorba. Give the Knights a wrap. You can do it. They were marvellous <laughs> yesterday. They certainly were, Zorba. Yeah, they were. And um, and they did it without Caelan Ponga being their star. Mm. I thought that Dane uh, Gagai just gave them a lift out out, out wide and and um, he and Bradman best um, terrorised the um, the Roosters, I thought. I thought their halves, uh, Clifford and Clune, went, went really well, outplayed Walker and uh, and Keary, who haven't been together in a game, and I think we've got to allow them a bit of slack. Um, but that twenty to twenty to six win uh, was a great start for the uh, for the Newcastle Knights, and a um, and a lift for uh, the entire club and their and their coach. And I thought that it really stood out. Probably the coaching, and I, I, I've been critical of Andrew Johns at the clubs that he's been at when he's been a halves coach and a kicking coach. I don't think that he's really 
really excited any of the clubs that he's been at, and that was Parramatta, the Roosters, Manly. But now he's back home at Newcastle. I think his heart, not that it wasn't in it, those other clubs, he's a professional, and I'll always mm. give him that. But I don't know whether it worked in those clubs, but it certainly looked as though it's working at, um, at Newcastle. Uh, their halves were great. Clifford, best game I've seen him play. Clune, good, and he's a good, steady player. I think the fact that... Um, that Andrew Johns is there has lifted them, uh, and and I, I think we'll see some uh, see it bear fruit during the season. Interesting, yeah. Hey, Zorb, two games to complete round one. I'll go through these prices for you, Zorb. Parramatta and the Gold Coast, dollar thirty-three head to head. The Eels three thirty-five. Gold Coast nine and a half is the line there. Then North Queensland and Bulldogs head to head. Uh, the Cowboys were dollar seventy-seven. The Bulldogs two dollars and five. Lines one and a half. So, yeah, I um, I think the Eels will wallop the Titans. I I'm a firm believer believer in the spines uh, dictating in games. And Gutherson, Dylan Brown, Mitchell Moses, and Reed Marnie mm. are uh, amongst the best in the comp. And that's why a lot of people are uh, are touting Para of maybe having a huge season. I think they go really well. I'm not too sure of them breaking the drought that everyone's talking about. I mean, <laughs> we are in, we just haven't finished round one yet. Uh, but I, I'm not I'm not in love with the Titans' spine. I think Jaden Campbell's got to prove to me that he's a first grade fullback. He's a fine young player. Uh, I just don't know whether his size is going to be um, a deterrent during the season. AJ Brimson, I think, is a fullback. He's playing a five eight. Don't know how he'll go. I think Toby Sexton is another one of those um, pumped-up juniors from the Gold Coast that they expect a lot from, and they deliver little. I but I don't see Toby Sexton being a first-grade half in the NRL for another couple of seasons. And Aaron Clark is a run-of-the-mill uh, hooker, so I, I, I think they'll struggle. They've got a, a fairly good forward pack, but Parramatta will more than match from that area too. I like the start that Sean Lane is having mm. on that left edge mm. for Parramatta. And I think he'll be a gun there today. Cowboys and the Bulldogs, well, it's not me saying this, but a lot of people are saying this is Spoongate, um, <laughs> and it well might be. I find it difficult. I think the Bulldogs on paper have the better side, but games aren't played on paper. I've got a big question mark about Jake Avarillo. Uh, the Bulldogs keep talking him up. I'm yet to see him play like a halfback that you need in the NRL, a player that can steer his side around the uh, the park. Yes, he's got some brilliance in him, but is he is he a um, is he a leader of uh, of a back line? He's got Burton outside him, who really has got to get early ball. They've got speed out wide. They've got to use it. It's a lot of pressure on them and their coach in this game. The Cowboys they've been disappointing in the last couple of seasons. And, um, and really, their side, their side lacks a little bit of spark, I think. But you think at home, first game of the season, because of a home ground advantage, I'm going to go Eels 13-plus and the Cowboys 1-12 to all up. Terrific. Hey, Zorb, appreciate as always, and we'll talk next Sunday. Thanks, Zorb. Look forward to it, boys.